This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, lawmakers are trying again to restructure the Homeland Security Department's acquisition shop. An effort to find veterans who have been deported is underway. And the Education Department gets the okay to continue its IT modernization contract. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. House Democrats are again pushing a DHS reform bill that would centralize oversight of the agency's multi-billion dollar acquisition portfolio. Homeland Security Committee Chairman Benny Thompson and several others reintroduced the DHS Reform Act last week after it failed to advance during the 2020 session. The bill would designate the Undersecretary for Management as DHS's chief acquisition officer. It would also put restrictions on officials who can serve in leadership positions in an acting capacity. House lawmakers tell the Postal Service to postpone a mail rate hike until next year. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Two members of the House Oversight and Reform Committee, Congressman Jerry Connolly and Glenn Grothman, are leading 11 other Republicans and 8 other Democrats in calling on USPS to delay the price increase until January 2022. USPS planned to raise rates on most of its mail products by nearly 7% in August and would raise the price of a first-class postage stamp to $0.58. Lawmakers say raising rates during an economic recovery would hurt mailers and USPS's long-term financial health. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Thrift Savings Plan finished transferring a small portion of its assets to a second fund manager. BlackRock still manages the vast majority of TSB assets, but State Street Global Advisors now manages 10% of the C fund and 20% each of the S and F funds. The TSB says the goal was to disperse asset management responsibilities across multiple vendors and diversify organizational risk within the plan. The Departments of Homeland Security and Veterans Affairs launch a joint effort to find deported veterans. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The two departments say they'll work together to identify deported veterans and give them the VA benefits they're entitled to. DHS subcomponents will review cases to make sure non-citizen veterans and their families can remain in or return to the United States. The two departments will also create a resource center for former service members and will eliminate barriers to naturalization for these veterans. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. President Biden nominates Rachel Jacobson as the Army's lead for overseeing its infrastructure and climate impact. If confirmed, Jacobson would take over the position of Army Assistant Secretary for Installations, Energy and Environment from Jack Surash, who is currently performing the duties of the role. Jacobson served five years in the Obama administration as the Principal Deputy Solicitor for the Interior Department and Acting Assistant Secretary for Fish and Wildlife. It seems like almost everything is connected to the Internet these days, but are T-shirts and pants next? Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. A future-facing command within the Army is working to embed microchips into clothing. The goal is to use those chips to monitor everything from sound to explosions to heartbeats. The fabric's even being tested by astronauts on the space station to detect micrometeorites. The small chips are powered by the soldiers' movements and can hold about half a megabyte of information. The Army says it hopes to have the technology on the battlefield by 2050 and that the fibers could have civilian implications as well. Scott Massioni. 
Federal News Network. The Defense Department is doing less MillCloud 2.0 migrations than expected, but that may not be a problem for DOD. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday explains. While the Jedi Cloud contract is caught up in court, the Pentagon still has MillCloud 2.0 in place. But only about 25% of Fourth Estate Agency cloud migrations have gone to that program. The reason? DOD Chief Information Officer John Sherman told the House Committee that agencies are also using other cloud-based capabilities. He said DOD has now converged on about a dozen fit-for-purpose clouds, with MillCloud 2.0 being just one of those. And Sherman said DOD is committed to a multi-cloud, multi-vendor ecosystem. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Education Department's initiative to modernize its telecommunications, networking, and IT infrastructure receives the go-ahead to proceed. The Government Accountability Office denied a protest by Lumen Technologies of Education's award of a task order to AT&T under the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions Program. Lumen submitted a complaint to GAO saying education's decision to hire AT&T was flawed, specifically around the agency's price evaluation and how it conducted discussions of the requirements. Education's deal with AT&T is worth more than $105 million over 12 years. NASA awards its massive IT services contract to modernize key services. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us those details. Under its Advanced Enterprise Global Information Technology Solutions, or AGES, program, NASA aims to create a seamless communications infrastructure. It will be both for wide area and center local area networks. It will support cybersecurity, collaboration tools, emergency and early warning systems, telecommunications, cabling, and radio systems. To make this happen, NASA hired Lidos under a $2.5 billion 10-year contract. Aegis is the follow-on contract to one NASA awarded in 2011 to SAIC. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The IRS is calling on vendors as part of its mission to digitalize documents and wean itself off paper. The agency's Enterprise Digitalization and Case Management Office is seeking scanning-as-a-service services to digitize paper files that in cases are hundreds of pages long. The IRS is accepting proposals until July 28th. It will hold a virtual listening session for industry on July 13th. The agency is carrying out this work through its pilot IRS program, which awards incremental funding for experimental technology projects. The IRS expects to award about a million dollars this fiscal year in phase one of the contract opportunity. And the National Institutes of Health wants to see what the power of computational analysis, artificial intelligence, and data mining can tell researchers about pregnancy data. NIH launched a new competition where it's putting up $400,000 for experts to analyze pregnancy data and identify risk factors. Under the Decoding Morbidity Data Challenge, NIH will award a total of $50,000 to each of the seven winners. An additional $10,000 will go to the top five winners whose methods detect risk factors in disadvantaged populations. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh, cosmic, crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.